You guys, today I'm going to be interviewing Allie Wright. She is my right-hand woman, my energy protector, an extension of my life, business, and family. She is the most amazing executive assistant. And today you're going to get to hear from her what it looks like behind the scenes to work with Melissa Hinault and help run the Burnout to All Out brand. Need some effective tactical advice that actually helps you get results and makes a real difference in your life and business? You've come to the right place. If you're finding yourself here today, it means you're getting ready to gain serious traction in your business, rapidly multiply your income and impact, and you're ready to make it happen while living all out. Guys, I'm Melissa Hinault, your trustworthy corporate dropout turned six-figure business burnout turned happy and healthy CEO of a multi-million dollar online business. And you're listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. On this show, we're serving up innovative growth strategies, simple implementation methods to put them into practice, and action-stimulating inspiration tailored specifically for the modern entrepreneur. Let's dive in. All right, we are live on LinkedIn. So excited to be interviewing my right-hand woman today, Miss Allie Wright, my executive assistant to the Burnout to All Out team and myself. So Allie, welcome to the podcast. I don't know how we've gone this long without interviewing you before. I don't know either, other than I didn't know what I was doing when we first started, so we had to put it off. (laughs) And maybe since you control my calendar, you could just continue to push it back. Maybe that too. (laughs) So you guys, this is going to be a fun interview. I'm like, Allie, we have to get you on and interview you because I get so many questions inside of our program, like in our mastermind, especially inside of business basics. And even just externally people asking, what does your executive assistant do? How do you like, people are always asking me like, I don't know how you do it all. And I'm like, I don't fucking do it all. (laughs) That's the secret. Like line yourself up with amazing humans who do things better than you do. And then you can shine at what you do best. Right. And so that's what I love about you. And I'm really going to enjoy this. So I think we're just going to like die right into like a day in the life of Allie, right? Right. Which is quite unpredictable. Right. I mean, I think there's probably some cadence and predictability of like your organization, but then also like the anticipation of the total fire drills and unpredictability, right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Let's just dive in. What's a day in the life of Allie Wright look like as the executive assistant to Melissa Hinault? Well, it could be a multitude of things because like every morning, if Melissa's on vacation, it's a little bit easier. (laughs) But if Melissa is coming back from vacation, it is fire, rapid fire. She's coming at me. It is fine. It doesn't bother me at all. Like I love it. I love having stuff to do, but Lisa and I joke. Cause it's like, we have these lists of things that have to be done every day. And we know that we can get check every box. And then Melissa comes in and is like, add stuff to the top of our list. So like what a typical day looks like is I have all of my tasks in Asana. So I prioritize my tasks based on like Melissa's needs for the day. So typically for Monday and Tuesdays in Melissa's calendar, those are her busier days where she's on a lot of calls. So those are like super important for me to go first thing in the morning, look through everything, make sure that there's 
links for the Zooms and that the right people are invited. And if somebody hasn't RS, not RSVP'd, but uh, whatever it is on Google Calendar that right. makes the green check, making sure that the people are all there, that she has space to use the bathroom or get food. And that kind of stuff is like my, like where I spend first thing in the morning, most Mondays and Tuesdays. And then of course, if Melissa is on calls, 99% of the time I'm there just so that I can open up the call, make sure the call's recorded, make sure it's live streamed if it needs to be live streamed. If it's a launch week or something like that, making sure that people aren't like saying rude things and managing the Zoom chat, that kind of stuff. Can I jump in here really quick? Because I think you're making a point I want to underscore for all of our listeners, because this isn't something I did before you came in. And that is to actually have you attend all large majority of the calls that I'm on. And what I found and where you saved me so much time at the end of the day and the end of the week is that by having you on the large majority of like my client coaching calls, group coaching calls, team calls, is there's numerous action items during the middle of those calls that like need to be executed on, right? And so what I want you guys to envision is we're in the middle of a two-hour coach group coaching call with our academy clients. And somebody has a question about this module or somebody has a question about this resource. And instead of in the old days, I would literally take notes of like all the things I was going to follow up on. And then by that time I was done, with my calls for the day, how many of you guys as business owners have like a laundry list of things now that you now have to go back and follow up on? And if you don't time manage that, then now you're running through late in the evening or through the weekends to catch up with your to-do list. And I think that one of the smarter things I maybe thought of last year was I really want you on these calls with me because Allie is able to like real time pull things, get them to the clients. If the client doesn't have a link to this, or they have a question about X, Y, Z, or I have a random idea in the middle of the workshop of, oh gosh, that's good feedback from the client. Hey, Allie, will you add that to our leadership team call next week? So it's like real time. She is making, making the changes and really taking immediate action on my to-do list so that I don't have to do it later. And I think that is huge for anyone to hear who has an executive assistant that can help them out from that standpoint. Yeah. And like, those are like, cause I'm not coaching or sitting there doing anything. I'm literally just managing like the back end. I guess you could say is I can literally just go in while Melissa is still co- like on her coaching call. She'll say, Hey, Allie, can you do this? And I'm like, yep. On it. Hey, can you grab this link for them? Yep. On it. Like, and so I de- it definitely does free up her time. And that's like one of my main priorities as your executive assistant is protecting your energy. And I guess when I accepted it, I wasn't really sure what that meant, but I was like, sure, I can do this. Right. But now like six months in, I think uh-huh. I know what we're talking about with protecting Melissa's energy. So like that to me is like top priority for me. Yeah. But like rest of the day stuff. So like this morning I woke up. Okay, gang, we need to take a quick hydration break. So grab your drink of choice. And as you rehydrate, I'll give you the lowdown on my free LinkedIn lead gen masterclass. If you feel like you're screaming into the void when you post content on Facebook or Instagram, struggling to find a sustainable and scalable lead generation process that sticks, and you just want someone who's been there and done that to reveal their secrets, then it's critical that you register to save your spot ASAP. 
During this live masterclass, you'll get to steal the exact strategy I used to scale my income from $0 to 1 million in just 19 months without spending a fortune on ads or suffering from burnout. Simply check out the show notes of the podcast episode for the link to register for your free spot in the LinkedIn lead gen masterclass. And don't worry, even if you miss a couple of days or you can't make it to all the training sessions, we'll deliver the replays directly into your inbox daily so you can watch them on your own time. All you have to do is make sure you sign up for the masterclass before registration ends or not woke up, but had a couple of text messages when I woke up or got to my phone. So by the way, full (laughs) disclosure, like I have my best ideas in the gym at 5am. And I tell Allie numerous times when you get a text from me at 5am, I am not expecting you to respond. She has the patience of Job, right? But this is when my brain has time to think because I'm not in go mode working or facilitating or coaching. And I don't have kids asking for things. So like Allie wakes up and gets ready for her day. And she has like 12 texts for me already, right? Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. And I have learned, well, actually I've always done this. My phone's on do not disturb. So it really doesn't bother me. And then there for a while, we were accountability buddies waking up first thing in the morning to break out. So we need to pick that back up. And I quit. (laughs) I need to get back on that, but it's been PM workouts for me recently. But yeah, so like I can wake up to anything that Melissa is asking me to do. And it's honestly really easy because it's all written out and I know what I need to do or she voice messages me and then I can go through it. And it's like super like I'm a very black and white type of person. Like if you can write it out for me, list it out for me. Mm -hmm. I'm really good with that. If there's gray area, I don't do well with that. Mm-hmm. And that may not be true for everybody, but that's how I am. And that's Melissa knows that about me. And I've told her that like multiple times, if you can tell me exactly what you need for me, I can absolutely execute. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's rough day in the life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, and what you point out that I think is really important for a lot of entrepreneurs who are looking to hire, right? Maybe it's a virtual assistant. Maybe it's someone part-time to get started, or maybe it's a full-time executive assistant. But you and I started with a very specific list of activities, right? Of like, this is what I really need you to do, right? And you were able to take that list and import it into what we call Asana so that you have daily tasks that you can move, right? And so like one of the things that that Allie never misses. And we talk about protecting my energy and saving my energy, right? Like we have rolling call notes for our monthly leadership call that we're going to have later today. We have rolling call notes for our weekly team calls. Allie, every week at the end of the week, creates a new document for the rolling call notes for the next call and puts it in the calendar for the next week. And the leadership team can put in what they want to talk about within their subcategories, right? But the bottom line is it's such a well-oiled machine and you are such a critical piece to that because prior to that, every week I was creating the document, I was sending it out to everybody and it takes up a lot of my time. And when we look at where my time is best spent, it's not doing that, right? It's creating a new program. It's coaching a client. It's There's a million other things I could be doing. And the other thing I think that I want to underscore here with calendar management is your QC, like quality check on the links and stuff. Because again, behind the scenes, a lot of people may not realize if you saw my calendar, like it is literally back to back to back to back to back on, I work in time blocks. So like, I call it like the feminine and the masculine, right? Like today and yesterday are like masculine, get shit done, 
There is not a lot of time in between. And you do a really good job of making sure everything's lockstep because all it takes is one link missing, one person who needs to be on the call that didn't accept. We show up back to back and then we implode because we're behind because of the organization of the the lineup, right? But because we're such a well-oiled machine, we're able to condense month like Tuesday and Wednesday this week into all the business strategy. But then Thursday, Friday is feminine flow. It's like completely wide open for me to do to work on projects that I need to work on. So I think you're just masterful at like managing that behind the scenes, right? And kind of controlling that. Yeah. And I will say when I first started, your calendar gave me palpitations. Like my heart would flutter just like looking at it because it's so much. And then you're like, okay, well, you know, trying to like plug in other things, people are asking for check-in calls and all kinds of other stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. And I'm a perfectionist and I'm not like a, I don't care really what people think. Cause I'm an Enneagram eight, but at the same time, like, I don't want to let people down. Right. So like in my head, when I first started, I was like, Oh gosh, if I put this call here, is it, is that good? Or is that not? Right. Okay. Right. Right. And now I'm just like, I'll put it there. Melissa will tell me if she doesn't like it and I'll move it. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Like, yeah. But yeah. So like, that was like my biggest fear. Cause Obviously, coming into this, I'd never had any experience as an executive assistant. I was a nurse, which is well because I had good organizational skills and I can triage things and I have critical thinking skills. So all of those kind of flowed over, but no experience managing somebody's calendar or having tasks like this done. I wiped butts for a living. So (laughs) speaking of managing calendars, you even help manage other people in their calendars, right? So for instance, I actually have a house manager, Kimberly, who helps in the house. And actually, Allie has helped me organize her task list. And there's things that the house manager does that's delegated from Allie on things that need to be shipped to the house, right? So like, our workbooks for our clients come to my house. And so our birthday cards to our clients come to my house. And Allie is able to organize a task list for the house manager to make sure and check in that all of those things are being done. And let's talk about the kids calendar, right? Like people, people think just my calendar is crazy. Let's talk about the three kids and the husband who's the senior vice president of a company and he has a calendar too. Like, can we talk about how you manage all of that? (laughs) Yeah. So Melissa will basically just send me say, Hey, this is the kids calendar for school calendar for the year. Can you put it in? Mm -hmm. Hey, here's their soccer schedules, gymnastics, Boy Scouts, whatever it is. And then I just go in and I did, like I said, I had no idea how to do any of this. I didn't even know how to create a calendar hold when I first started doing this, but like create a whole new calendar that I can share with both her and her husband. And her husband just emails me the dates that he's going to be out of town. And I go ahead and throw them in her calendar so that she has literally everything in there, her travel, her, like her things, her kids things business things, and then her kids. So yeah, we try to color code it, right? And it really, it helps that you're the point person on all of those things, because we go back to that energy management and you can see, oh, Jake's out of town these three days. I probably shouldn't book an evening call for Melissa because she's not going to be able to like do that. Or, oh, like we can't do a networking event that night because all three kids have soccer practice or a game, right? So like, it really helps that you have that global perspective, right? To kind of 
hold us accountable. So good. Well, I mean, and recently you've been my fashion and that like <laughs> purchaser, right? So we're getting ready for the live event. And last year, it really stressed me out that I was literally having to manage everything. Like, well, I, Jody really gave me insight on what she wanted me to really wear on stage, but then I had to go find it all. I had to order it all. This year, you've been doing all of it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Melissa has a spreadsheet of links and has been like, she'll send me links like via text or whatever, and I just go in and order it. So now we have the spreadsheet of what event this will be worn at outfit, shoes, jewelry, and I just go in and check off an order. And then there's a whole column that I added last night of, I don't know when this is going to be worn, but it's been ordered. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Right. And here's the funny thing behind the scenes, guys, I do the same thing for Christmas. So my house manager, we had a whole spreadsheet for everybody in the family, what was ordered when it came in, or if it's in transit, because the year before it was such a cluster with all the Amazon boxes and like wondering if things had arrived, had it not. And my husband and I weren't sure what each of us ordered. And then it was like this disproportionate number of things for one kid versus the other. And maybe it sounds overkill to some people, but like for this Enneagram eight, and I know you are too, like it helps me sleep at night to have it organized on a spreadsheet, right? Yes. I was doing that like after hours technically last night because I was like, I have to do this. Like I can't not do this. It's going to drive me crazy because I need to know that she knows that I've ordered all of this stuff and it's in transit and I don't know where it goes and like where she's wearing it at, but it's been ordered and that's all. I I need to give you the Canva slide deck. So Jody actually created a Canva deck for each day with all the outfits on the slide, the the pieces, the jewelry, the shoes, all of that. I need to get that to you. (laughs) Yeah, that would be helpful because then I can read the spreadsheet. Yes. So good. So a couple other things that you do. Allie is phenomenal at managing my calendar, but also like you're a jack of all trades when it comes to like emergency billing. And on the back end, you've gotten really savvy with the tech and you're helping us with the events, right? Like you're speaking to vendors, you're helping source things. I would say that you're like really a main contributor in our live event mapping and planning. Do you want to talk about a little bit of like what you do there? Well, I guess the issue is I'm a control freak because I'm an Enneagram eight and I like to have control and I like to make sure everything gets done. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, I don't know that I really took over or took ownership or was it assigned to me? I'm not really sure. Either way, it's I'm owning it right now. So certain things like with the hotel, like I've been in communication with the hotel for the live event, especially every time somebody has an issue with the rooms, I'm emailing the contact at the hotel, mostly because I'm probably at the top of her inbox every day. I told her I owed her a Starbucks card for as many times as I've emailed her. (laughs) But yeah, so like those kinds of things, like, I don't know, it's just a natural thing for me to just like make sure the boxes are getting checked. And like, even in my career as a nurse, like that's the kind of things that like I had to learn to take ownership of. And so like, that's just who I am as a person. Like, I just want to make sure that everything is getting done. There's nothing falling between the cracks. I don't like feeling like things are slipping by and we're not noticing them or we're going to get to Nashville and not have something that like needed to be done. We're not going to have a reservation that we needed, something like that. Like all that kind of stuff, like really just, it's just my type A, like, I have to make sure it gets done. Yes. Well, and you're so good at it. Like the other thing I wanted to talk about, so you guys are hearing, like she's like a jack of all trades, right? But like 
The other thing that a couple things here that you really helped me with is just closing out tabs from my brain so that I don't have to worry about it. Like, and I've done a whole episode on this, but it's called decision fatigue, right? And every business owner runs into fatigue of making decisions. And so the more decisions that I can confidently delegate off creates more energy to make critical decisions in my business, right? And so I think that one of the things you do really well and you've learned to do is to confidently make decisions for me that you know that you don't need to come to me to get that answer, right? All the way down into my inbox, right? For email management, right? Like Allie clears out everything she knows I don't necessarily need. She also catches things that are like flags from the school of things that are urgent that maybe need to be managed personally. You've actually even created a lot of automation inside my inbox so that like from a billing perspective, things go into like the right folders and it's not cluttering up my inbox, but it's like, that is a piece of protecting energy, right? So that when I come back from vacation, it used to be that I'd have hundreds of emails in my inbox that I needed to clear up. I come back from Bali and I have like 28 emails in my inbox because Allie's left nothing but what's important that I need to answer, right? And that's huge. Yeah. Well, when we were talking, I remember that night that you called me and was like, because I was like, hey, I mean, I'd be interested in this position. And you called me and you were talking about some of the things that like your expectations were for your new executive assistant. And just that was one of the things, the decision fatigue. And you told me like the president doesn't even have to choose their suit. Somebody else chooses it for them because it's just another decision that they would have to make. And they have to make so many. It's that's one thing that they shouldn't have to choose. Right. And I was like, okay, I can do this. And like, I, we've known each other for seven uh-huh. years or something like that. Yeah. So like, I felt like I knew you well enough to make some decisions when I first started. Mm-hmm. And of course there's been like a learning curve and asking you questions. And I've learned how you like for me to ask you questions. There's not always time for us to do a 15 minute catch up. Like sometimes it's, I'm going to send you a list of questions via text. You're going to respond via voice message. Right. And that's as long as my questions are answered, that's all that matters. But then now six months in, I've gotten in like where I feel comfortable making decisions, like scheduling a call for you and not asking for you to say this time or this time, like you just like just doing it. And then if you need it to be changed, then you let me know. And so like that to me, I just really took that to heart because I was like, what are the things that I can do that I don't need Melissa's approval for? I don't need any guidance on that. And like, what can I take off of her plate so that she can like move forward? And like, one of the things is like expectations for teen birthdays. Like what is the expectation? I can handle that. I don't need to ask you every month, but I just need to know the expectation Mm -hmm. and then I can take care of it. Yeah. So. So good. And the last thing I'll hit on here is when we talk about energy management, like how to really protect my energy in the middle of launches, right? Like we know that launches can be energetically, they can pull a lot of energy from me. And you and the team collectively have learned how to triage certain things that are coming into the business and be like, okay, is this something that truly needs to come across Melissa's desk in the middle of launch? Or is it something we can set aside and circle back with her post-launch, right? And kind of just protecting energy, right? And you do a phenomenal job of that. Yeah. I mean, I, 
Since I started with you, I've started as a concierge for the masterclass and then have just progressively taken on more responsibility. So I've learned like what is important and what is not important and anything like even if it could be something like super dramatic and that you definitely need to know about, like we as the team know that it's not important. It may not be important for you to know about until Wednesday after lunch. Right. Exactly. So like, even if I have something that's really huge that I feel like you need to know, I go to Jackie because then I discuss it with her to be like, yeah, this can wait. And like, just verify. And we have the three person verification, me, Lisa and Jackie all kind of go to it. I've worked with Mandy and just said, Hey, anything that needs to come to Melissa, you need to come through me first. And like, that's how it will also be handled at the live event in Nashville. If anybody needs to say anything other than hello to Melissa, it needs to come to me so that maybe I can help instead of going to her and asking her a question that she may not even know the answer to, to be honest. So, right. Oh my gosh. And it's so good. And it's so true, right? Because It's funny where our brains go, like what we focus on when it's brought to us. Like I remember one launch, maybe two or three launches ago, and this happens, everybody, this happens to people in business when you've got hundreds of clients, somebody was requesting a refund and it was like a negative nally that had awful things to say, which is very, very rare for us, but it was brought forward to me in the middle of the launch. And then like, that's all I could think about was like this one person out of the hundreds of people in our program and why they were unhappy and like, what was the problem? And it just like sucks the life out of me. And I want my listeners to know, like this translates energetically on screen. And when your job for the company is to literally show up energetically to deliver the rest of the team during that time, their job is to protect that energy, right? And I think that you guys do that really, really well. And then we address it afterwards. So why don't we, like, let's kind of, we can tie a bow on this in a second, but you've talked about Jackie and Lisa and Lisa is our programs director. Jackie is our chief integrative officer and Mandy is our sales manager. So Allie really kind of is triaging all of that with the group collectively. So good. Last question. I know we have to wrap up, but like, what's it like working for a visionary with a company that's growing so fast and nonstop, like in general, like what, what's the experience like for you as an executive assistant? And what do you think it takes for someone in that type of role? Well, I love it. First of all, because like, let's back up to like, when we first started, like getting to know each other, I feel like you're one of the first people to like ever believe in me that I could do something that was not nursing because I was absolutely miserable. And so now getting to like work with you personally every day is I love it. Like I really truly like love showing up to work every day. It will be chaotic some days. Like some days Melissa's like, I'm doing a new program. And I'm like, all right, so where are we going to put that in your schedule? Because there is no room. Like there, there's just not. Like I can see your calendar and there's no place to put this. So where are we going to put it? And so like it can, Melissa can throw you curveballs, mm-hmm. but Melissa also is very direct and like knows what she wants and what she wants she's going to do. And like, I love working with people like that, like that just go for it. And even though it like can be like, all right, I'm juggling like 15 billion things right now. But like just before this, you're like, hey, can you find this slide deck? And I was like, I'm trying to look for it. I can't find it. But and she's like, don't worry about it. It's not till after launch. And I'm like, okay, but I need to do it now because I'm going to forget about it. So (laughs) 
I mean, I really love working under somebody who has a vision and is not stagnant and just wants to do more, wants to do better. And it's not necessarily about the financial part of it. It really is. And like one thing that everybody needs to know is Melissa's heart is actually to serve. And it's not necessarily about serving for her benefit. It's serving for your benefit, which I love working with people like that. Oh, I love working with you. And I think part of that comes with like, I think the Enneagram eight can be complimentary. Sometimes you can butt heads with another Enneagram eight. And that's for like a whole nother conversation. If anybody wants to go learn about the Enneagram, but aligning yourself to someone who does operate very similarly can make communication a lot easier, right? Yeah. I feel like we could definitely butt heads. We don't, but I also feel like me being an eight, there's been several things that have come up recently. I couldn't name anything, but like there have been things that have come up and I'd be like, this is how Melissa would want to handle this. Or this is how she would want to be told about this because, and I understand because I am an eight, like I understand it because that's exactly how I would want to be treated. So it's easier for me being an eight, even though like you're an eight too, like, I feel like we get each other and like, you understand that I like to have my like X, Y's and Z's and my I's dotted and T's crossed. And I understand that you want to like not be messed with when you're in creative mode and all that. So. Right. Well, it's so good, right? It's just boundaries, right? Yeah. Well, and I'll say this. I think that one of the things you do really, really well, and you kind of walked folks through it in the beginning, but it's the time management of like layers. And I guess where I wanted to put this out there for all the listeners who are maybe looking at interviewing for executive assistants and you're in a rapidly growing business that's constantly evolving. And really, I think even the EA in a corporate world, it's probably, it's got to be very similar because even though you have your day-to-day tasks, your job is to support the CEO, which is totally unpredictable on any given day. And so time management comes really, really important that you don't necessarily have your whole calendar full for the day of doing your predictable tasks, but that there is a nice buffer in there every day of the shitstorm that's going to come at me for what Melissa needs, right? Because if you don't anticipate that, because I remember with someone I worked with in the past, I'll never forget it because it totally rubbed me the wrong way. And she was actually using my own words, which is kind of funny, but I asked, there was something urgent that needed to be done. And she was sitting in as a kind of a part-time executive assistant for me. And I was like, I need X, Y, Z. And she said, well, I'm time blocking right now. And so I'll have to get that done tomorrow or like the next day. And I'm like, part of me was like, shit, those are my own words, time blocking. But then I'm like, well, wait a minute. You're my executive assistant. You can't like, you can't just like, Tell me no for two days because you're time blocking. So I think that's the challenge, right? Of like at being a really high functioning executive assistant, the day-to-day tasks that need to be done to keep the business operating, but you create enough space in your calendar for the unanticipated or the anticipated unknown of what Melissa is going to come at you with. Hey, where's that deck? And you're like, I have no idea. And it's going to take me an hour to find it, right? You do a really, really good job with that. So that's awesome. I think anything else that you want to share? Any final words? Anything that we missed in this episode? I mean, I can't think of anything. I feel like that was very comprehensive. (laughs) 
Awesome. Well, this has been such a fun interview and our listeners are going to hear this. And you guys, if you've got additional questions after you listen to this, like shoot us a DM, shoot us an email, and we'd be happy to follow up with you. I know that this is going to spur a lot of questions for people on having a right-hand person to support them in their business. I adore you. And you are a huge piece to the puzzle of this business. And if you didn't protect my energy and own your role like the boss that you do, it would be a ripple effect to our clients. It would be a ripple effect to the team. It would be a ripple effect to my family. Like your role is so critical for me. And I just thank you so much for doing such a phenomenal job. Well, I appreciate the opportunity and being given the opportunity to do it. So. And what you guys don't know is Allie like lives in a fairly rural area. So when she's not in front of her computer, she's like feeding cows. I love it. She's yeah, like, I take off my dirty shirt from this morning that was covered in dirt from a cow's. Yes. <laughs> so I love it. You've gone from being in a, a surgery room to being a work work from home executive assistant who's able to get out there in the farm and play with the cows too. Praise the Lord. It's so much better. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Allie. And if you guys are coming to Burnout to All Out Live, you'll get to meet her face-to-face in Nashville. So we hope to see you guys there. Thanks, Allie. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thanks, guys, so much for listening in on today's podcast episode. And I can't wait for you to see my upcoming guest in the next episode. You are going to love this keynote speaker. Hey, here's the deal. If you liked this, please subscribe and leave a review. And you want the latest online business growth strategies and exclusive LinkedIn pro tips sent straight to your phone? Text the word UPDATE to 704-318-2285. That is, text the word UPDATE to 704-318-2285. Can't wait to see you guys. Come find me over on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever you like to hang. I cannot wait to hear how you are enjoying and applying what you're learning. You guys reach out to me over on social because I love hearing what's resonating with you. When you reach out to me and you send me those personal DMs, they really do impact the content I continue to bring forward to you. So again, come find me, Melissa underscore Hinault over on Instagram, Melissa Hinault over on LinkedIn and Facebook. Can't wait to see you guys over there.